the truth about electrolytes and keto. Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and you are going to want to check out the article that accompanies this podcast. It's going to be linked below wherever you are listening to this. I've got a, some cool graphics that go along with this. And, you know, when you just listen to the audio versions of these, you are bereft of those graphics. So do check it out. Electrolytes are what your ketogenic body craves. We all know, thanks to Gatorade's marketing, that electrolytes are important. Here we'll break down the state of the art electrolyte bioscience, and I'm going to talk about why sugary, quote unquote, sports drinks are not the best way to supplement electrolytes. So this is going to be educational. Listen up, boys and girls. Actually, are there any boys and girls listening? I suspect that it's mostly just men and women listening. Adults. That's proper. That's the way it should be. I think I actually have my podcasts linked or uh, marked in all the different podcast directories as uh, adult material. And uh, actually, this one is not going to be adult material. I'm not even going to cuss in it. So you can listen to it with your kids while you're on the way to the store or to drop them off at school. (laughs) Okay, on electrolytes. They have been studied worldwide. On PubMed, you can find nearly 450 clinical trials on the common electrolytes, which are recognized as crucial to the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. And there are over 60 published scientific papers looking at the connection, again, between electrolytes and ketogenesis, keto existence. First of all, are you electrolyte deficient? The symptoms to expect from the corresponding electrolyte deficiencies. There's three major ones, sodium, potassium, and magnesium. So symptoms of sodium deficiency are fatigue, weakness, headaches, difficulty concentrating. Potassium, muscle cramps or twitching, which is, I think, what people do at uh, EDM parties, at raves, as they used to call them. Although I think in this brave new COVID-19 world, I don't think they have raves anymore. Uh, Not that I give a damn. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just swore and I promised I wasn't going to swear. Sorry, kids and parents. But frankly, I'm 35 now and I don't give a damn about raves anymore. Okay, okay, okay. So potassium, uh, if you're deficient, you may be twitching. Uh, You may have heart palpitations or heightened awareness of the heartbeat. Hmm. Okay. Magnesium. Lack of magnesium can result in muscle twitching or cramping in the evening or after exercise. I know I've experienced that one. 
When people switch to a healthier ketogenic diet, they can sometimes suffer from an electrolyte deficiency because their bodies start excreting more of the major electrolytes, sodium, potassium, and magnesium. You'll be peeing out more of these electrolytes than you do usually resulting in deficiency symptoms. This can be exacerbated by vigorous exercise that a lot of people are starting along with their new keto diet. And it is January 3rd here. We're getting into New Year's resolution season, so hopefully some of you out there are taking on the keto diet, keto lifestyle in that's a that's a good move. If you're if that's what you're up to and you have my <laughs> applause. Okay. Because you the more you sweat, the more electrolytes you lose via perspiration. Yeah. So if you're exercising a lot, if you have a exciting new relationship and you're making a lot of hot, sweaty love, then you might need a little bit more in the electrolyte department. Fortunately, electrolyte supplementation is a simple and effective way to address this deficiency. Let's talk about the keto flu. And I've got a cool little diagram that explains this. So you hear about this keto thing and decide to give it a go. And Upon cutting down on carbs, you frustratingly experience nausea, fatigue, an upset stomach, brain fog, and lethargy. You've got the keto flu. Often, this can be resolved by increasing electrolyte intake. If the keto flu persists, don't give up. Typically, it lasts less than a week as your body will become more accustomed to running off fat as opposed to carbs. That's a good thing. You may also want to up your dietary salt intake. Many of us were sold this myth that salt is bad. And this has been proven false. I linked to a really good article done on Medium, I think by that guy. What's his name? Dr. Dr. Fang. Uh, really, real wealth of knowledge, this fellow. And he breaks down why salt is, salt is fine. Why more salt is, in all likelihood, a good thing for you. So not having salt is problematic because sodium is one of the main things that gets washed out of the body in greater quantities when you go keto. Let's talk about fasting. And fasting is a pretty important part of the keto lifestyle. Whether you're doing an intermittent daily fast, a 24-hour fast, or a multi-day fast, you need to be mindful of your electrolytes. Fasting really flushes a lot of sodium out of your system. So supplement extra electrolytes during fasts and you'll notice yourself feeling more normal. 
chronic electrolyte deficiency is no joke. Electrolyte deficiency results in sodium disorders like hypnotremia and hypernatremia, potassium disorders like hypokalemia. Extreme electrolyte deficiency is actually one of the very few ways that you can kill yourself fasting, though this is very rare. You probably don't have to worry about dying when you're fasting. There's a whole lot of other things more likely to kill you out there. Maybe sharks, coconuts falling on your head, that sort of thing. You're, you're probably going to be okay. You're, you probably don't need to prepare your last will and testament and find religion before fasting. Although maybe you should anyways. Okay, exercise. Because exercise flushes more electrolytes out of your body, if you're on the keto diet, supplement extra electrolytes on workout days. That's pretty simple, right? You're doing the keto thing and you're going to go kill it in the gym, so supplement some electrolytes. And this will help with cramps. Ew, none of us like cramps, do we? Okay, almost every athlete knows that electrolytes prevent painful muscle cramps and spasms. I wish I'd known this when I lived in Colombia and spent many nights vigorously dancing and would often wake up in the middle of the night with a painful muscle cramp in my leg, especially if it was after I had had a bit to drink. Speaking of drinking, funnily enough, I found a Chilean study relevant to this, which measured the effects of beer consumption before exercise. <laughs> That's right, beer consumption before exercise compared with non-alcoholic beer. The non-alcoholic beer helped maintain electrolyte homeostasis during exercise or salsa dancing, if you're Chilean. Bailando, amigos. While the normal beer depleted sodium, the study concluded non-alcoholic beer can be considered an effective pre-exercise hydration beverage. So try drinking non-alcoholic beer if you go out dancing. I've drank in plenty of non-alcoholic beer, and it doesn't taste awful. In fact, when you go out and you try non-alcoholic beer, you'll say to yourself, you know, it's really not the alcohol that makes beer taste so damn tasty. And there I am, swearing again. Sorry. Jeez, I'm going to have to maybe clean up my vocabulary in 2021. Maybe I should make that my my New Year's resolution so that I can have a little bit more of a family-friendly podcast going on here at Limitless Mindset. Okay, okay, okay. You don't have to chug an electrolyte-infused sports drink or non-alcoholic beer to prevent cramps um, for this effect. An American study concluded that Electrolyte consumption independent of hydration can influence cramp susceptibility in young people. 
So powdered or supplemental electrolytes are fine. Let's talk about workout drinks. So does this all mean that we should be chugging Gatorade or Powerade daily? Probably not. These drinks often contain a whooping dose of sugar, which certainly makes them taste great. I remember nearly two decades ago when my high school's vending machines switched from selling Pepsi and Mountain Dew, which was my favorite soda growing up, to Gatorade because it was quote-unquote healthier. And I remember thinking, hmm, this Gatorade is as sweet as soda. Is it really healthier? Of course not. An eight ounce plastic bottle of Gatorade has 14 grams of sugar, which will certainly throw you out of a ketogenic state, spiking your blood sugar. There are sugar-free sports drinks, but they often use problematic artificial sweeteners, uh, harmful artificial coloring to give the drink that cartoonish, attention-grabbing color, and of course the hormone-disrupting BPAs from that cheap plastic bottle that fits so nicely in your hand. So unless you're crossing the Sahara, pass on sports drinks. Should you eat more salt? There are certainly worse things than salt. Salt is a crucial nutrient that your ancestors consumed a lot of. Before refrigerators, that's how meat was preserved. But I wouldn't drastically increase my salt intake because it's not my favorite taste. And the salt you find for sale on store shelves is questionable. Things that you can buy for just a few bucks packaged in airtight plastic tend to contain preservatives and are rife with toxins, byproducts of the manufacturing process that makes it so cheap in the first place. I'd also be a bit suspicious of that pretty pink organic sea salt because newsflash, guys and gals, the world's oceans are badly polluted. Humanity has deemed it a great idea to dump vast amounts of plastic into the ocean, so even with the natural sea salt, you're getting some nasty microplastics along with it. If you can find a lab-verified pure source of salt, and I link to some on Amazon that look credible, then you would want to sprinkle that on liberally. But a good electrolyte supplement is a more reliable source of the sodium that you crucially need to unleash ketogenic awesomeness. And then in the article, I link over to where you can pick up some electrolyte supplements. At this point, I haven't done any biohacker trials myself of electrolyte 
supplements. So there's no particular brand that I would put the Limitless Mindset stamp of approval on. You'll just have to go out there through the link I provide and look for uh, brands that are providing uh, certificates of analysis and that are uh, ideally made in uh, America, not made in China, and you'll be in pretty good shape with those. Well, that's my brief thoughts on electrolytes today. Let me know, drop me a comment if you're some sort of athlete and you use electrolytes, letting me know how they uh, affect your performance. And I guess the the takeaway, at least what I'm going to remember from this podcast, is to drink some non-alcoholic beer and go get some exercise. That sounds good. I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, looking forward to a continued conversation with you.